What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Wealth Without Wall Street Tribe, how many of you have been wondering about this thing called artificial intelligence, AI, as everybody has been passing it around? I mean, I'll tell you one person that hasn't been wondering about it, it's our good friend Russ Morgan. He's been using artificial intelligence for years, way before it was cool, making up crap on the spot uh, just, just to make you happy. So, Russ, what are your thoughts on Joe Stolte, our guest today? Oh, man, so good. I have heard that ChatGPT, if you um, ask it questions and it doesn't know the answer, it will make up stuff. So maybe, yeah, maybe me and AI have, have something in common, right? Like I don't make it up on purpose. I just tend to, you know, get vague in the details and just, you know, make it sound a little better than maybe it really was sometimes. That's the way yeah. I think about it. And that's a gift passed down from my dad. But yeah, today's guest, Joe Stolte, is definitely someone we should be listening to. Um, he's a multi-exit tech entrepreneur, somebody who's been diving deep into the AI space for the last several years. And he's going to help us in this episode, Tribe, just help us better understand where does AI play? Is it going to make our lives better? Uh, what are ways that it can make it worse? Will it replace our jobs or um, is it just a good intern? If you're interested in how this plays out in the workplace, as well as how can you actually start to be more effective and efficient in your work, this is going to be a good episode. Joey, one of our good friends, Sharon Travatsa, says a lot that, you know, um, amateurs automate for efficiency, right? But experts, professionals automate perf for perfection, and I do see that as a valuable use of using an AI tool to continue to make what we do easier, but more importantly, take out the human miscalculations, the human errors or the Russes, if you want to. So let's jump in right now with this episode with Joe Stolte. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Wealth Without Wall Street Tribe, today is the day you get all of your AI questions answered with our good friend Joe Stolte in the house. So glad to have you, Joe. Um, really good to be here. Thanks for having me. Joe, uh, Joey can't even spell AI, so we're going to have to really <laughs> break this down to a very small level for him, okay? If that's okay. <laughs> Seriously, and I come on. <laughs> 
I want to know why AI, why is this important? Before we get there, can you give us a little background? How did you even get to this point? Yeah, uh, happy to. So, you know, I like to say that my mercifully short self-aggrandizing intro is as follows. I'm a, I'm a five-time technology founder uh, with three successful exits, which means I was able to successfully take, you know, a company out for a sale or take it public. And, uh, you know, prior to that, I spent a couple years at Microsoft in corporate America. And, um, you know, most recently, uh, 2021, I was able to sell a company. Uh, we took it out to market for $62.5 million. We took the company from 900K in annual recurring revenue to about 8 million in annual recurring revenue in less than three years in the middle of the pandemic. And then we sold it. And, you know, the way that we did that is we used email, right? We were in a regulated market, so we could not run paid ads. And so we, we built a really great sales team and we used email as the backbone of how we generated leads, drove retention, got the second sale in the business to really drive sales up that much. And I realized, man, email is an incredible tool. Everybody still uses email in their business. In fact, I do these keynotes all over the country and I'll say, hey, raise your hand if you use email in your business and all the hands go up and I'll say, keep your hand in the air if you use TikTok and like 80% of the hands go down. And so uh, as I was selling that business, I was like, hey, what's going on in, in the rest of the world? I'd love to get right into my next company. And I was able to meet my, one of my business partners, Dr. Peter Diamandes, um, who, who's the founder of XPRIZE and Singularity University and a multiple New York Times bestselling author. He's kind of um, like at the forefront of technology and what's going on in the future. And he had this prototype that they had put together out of uh, their company, uh, PhD Labs. And uh, man, I saw it and, and I realized um, this is incredible technology. It was, it's what we do now. It's using AI uh, to automate email. And we'll get into that here in a second. But this is back in 2021 when this was happening. You know, it wasn't like nine months ago we were selling crypto and then all of a sudden AI got big and we're like, hey, we're selling AI. So, you know, uh, in AI, it's, it's, a, it's like dog years, you know. So 2021 is, to now is, is quite a bit of time to be in the marketplace and getting up the experience curve. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to see the little pro prototype that they made um, build the team around it, get some capital, bring it to market. And so we ran a beta uh, for our, our platform and last year for all of 2022. And I, so I got kind of like a 14-month head start into learning about AI, applying it in our business, applying it in other people's businesses, and really right where the rubber meets the road. Uh, aside from the hype, how does this work? How does this not work? And, you know, here we are in, in the middle of 2023, and um, I feel very fortunate to have <laughs> tapped into this AI stuff right before the market wave and the Cambrian explosion of all things AI happened at the end of 2022. So I'll just start by saying, like, I don't have all the answers, um, but I've been in the game really applying this stuff for, you know, almost two years now. And um, I, I've got a few things figured out. So that's why you should listen to me on AI. If that makes sense. No, I love that. And, and here's the point that you made that we, we reiterated sometimes on our show and especially in our masterminds that email is where serious business is done, right? Like the social media information age that we have is a very scrolling, very short term type opportunity where once you get somebody who is really interested, they're going to go to email. You're going to send them a DocuSign, not 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 in a you know a social media post, but in an email, right? And it's so important as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to to understand how email benefits you. And I definitely want to get into how you're doing AI. Well, at the same time, I mean, everybody had now has at least heard of Chat GPT, whether they've figured out how to use it or are using it. 
So we know that there's ways that this can benefit us both on a personal level. You know, my kids are trying to figure out how to write papers on it. They're not, but I'm sure there are some out there. I would have been one of those kids doing it. So I would love to- 100% you would be doing that. There's no question, Russ. <laughs> if I could have figured out how to use it, Joey. So right, right, you would have like, paid somebody else to figure yeah. it out, but you would have you would have been using AI. Right, there, there would have been definitely someone who was a little more homely uh, that didn't go out as much that I would be, you know, tapping for that opportunity. <laughs> All right, but let's talk about a couple of things. How does this benefit us on a personal level? How does this benefit us- uh, into building passive income. That's the brand. That's what we're trying to do. Become financially free where our passive income exceeds our monthly expenses. And how does this benefit us if we run a business? How can we take that business from uh, from active to passive? So let's start on the personal level. What are some of the ways you're seeing people utilize this technology? Um, and, and let's go a little deeper there. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think what, what I'll try to do is give you and your audience some mental models throughout how to think about AI because stuff is going to change so fast. Anything I say now is going to be dated in a week or a month or six weeks or a year. And I want this to be a timeless, valuable set of principles that you can use to think about AI. And I will answer specifically kind of what I'm seeing right now. One of the mental models that really helps us figure out how to use AI is we think about AI right now, specifically um, generative AI. These are tools like chat GPT or, mid journey with imagery and dolly too. We, we think about these as really, 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 really good interns. <laughs> Meaning we wouldn't ship intern work to the marketplace, but they're really good. It's really good for certain use cases. And so the first thing I want to say is that that's, that will not be the case forever. Uh, but today, you know, middle 2023 ish, you know, it, it, this is, um, this is how we think about AI. So as you're using these tools in any, in any capacity that you're using them, think about it that way. You're still going to need to bring your, expertise, your intuition, your knowledge, your uh, all the things that you've learned to the party to get the most out of AI as a tool. It's not going to do the job for you, not yet in many cases, but it'll get you pretty far. And then if you can add your expertise, your team's expertise to the expertise of others, then you can take things even farther. Um, but one of the, the, the other thing that just from a principal perspective and thinking top down, there's two things that AI are bringing to us as business owners, as investors, as people that want to get uh, more capital and, and capture our time and, and maximize our freedom. And the first one is personalization. And the second one is automation. So AI is really good at personalizing things, right? So taking a set of data, looking at how your audience is behaving or, or how things are going on in your marketplace, and then personalizing it for them, right? Uh, writing a message like just to that person or that individual or communicating that one person or that individual and the second one is automation. It's, it's, uh, it's really, really good at giving you time back and not just you, but your team. So if you think about it, um, let's take a tool like ChatGPT, for example. Uh, and just to start at the very beginning, uh, ChatGPT is a, is a generative AI chatbot. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a phenomenal tool, but it, the way it works is very simple. It's input, process, output. You put an input, like a, like a text prompt, you know, hey, write me a blog post or you know, you ask it a question, it goes through its process, which is its what we call a large language learning model, which under the hood has more complicated terms like a neural net. And basically it's the AI. The AI is the process. It'll process your request and then it'll basically give you an output. And all it's really trying to do at a basic level is if you give it three inputs, can it predict the fourth output with higher and higher degrees of accuracy? Um, so what does that look like? It looks like you can go download ChatGPT and type in a prompt and have it automate some of your work tasks, right? And so whether you're an admin 
and even admin in your team that's responding to your emails and needs to write templates or think about how to respond to a sticky situation, well, now we can make ChatGPT our thought partner in that process and never start with a blank sheet of paper ever again, so to speak. So that the AI tool can always write something for you to get started, and then you can use your expertise and your intuition to make it better. It's the same thing on images, right? So we can now put prompts in and get images that are incredible that come out of it, the AI-created imagery. You know, and then by the end of this year, and, and certainly next year, we're going to have very similar things with audio. So I can type, even right now, there's incredible tools where if I type out a script and it, um, I give it a sample of my voice, it, it will basically do an audio uh, deep fake of my voice and it'll sound just like me. And now the same thing is being true on video, right? The video quality is good. It's not outstanding, but you're going to see that elevation of quality. It's going to go text, imagery, audio, video. And, you know, by, the by this time next year, and I'm not an expert, I don't know, I can't predict the future, but I would suspect that we're going to have incredibly high fidelity video and very, very, very good video to the point where it'll be difficult for you to distinguish, is that a human, you know, or is that an AI? Certainly your mother or your grandmother would have trouble distinguishing the two. And so that's the kind of world that we're stepping into. And so if you think about that, how can you use that in your business to get your time back? Right. Anytime you're shooting a video or writing something or using an image or using uh, like any of those mediums, now all of a sudden we can work with AI as our partner and dramatically reduce the amount of time that it takes to produce something. Speaking of, um, I actually have been playing around a little bit with this myself. And you talk about it being your partner. I, I think there's real opportunity within this podcast even uh, for me to enhance my partner in terms of audio and video quality. So this is, this is a real win for me. I, I don't know about you guys. I, I don't know that you'll be able to tell the difference except it's that Scott, his Scott, language there, will get better. His, uh, I mean, I mean, this that, is. That's exactly how they'll know it's not me is because the <laughs> image and audio quality will be good because it's not like broken up with all the bad internet, right? Like unless you can figure out how to integrate also have a scratchy, you know, audio and a, a slight redneck twang. And right, man, so here, this is awesome. Okay. Keep, I don't, I don't want to interrupt. But Joe, I do want to point this out because I think obviously one of the reasons our show exists and people come back every single week to hear it is a lot of times they're tired of trading time for money and they've been trading time for money. They've been working for someone else. They've been building someone else's future. They are giving up all of the time that they want with their family, the opportunities that they want to hit and, and achieve. And I think this is another even motivation to that, to say, your job may be one of those that's going to get automated from AI and even more importance as to why you need to learn how to become a better investor so you can start creating this for yourself. True? 100%. What a, 100%. What a great point. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, pop quiz day, 
Why? Because you are unprepared. Are you unprepared though for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30 second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. Yeah, I think there's a tremendous opportunity to leverage these tools right now to make a categorical leap ahead in whatever you want to make a leap ahead in, right? Um, and let me just say this. I, I was talking to uh, one of our customers, uh, Dan Sullivan. He runs uh, Strategic Coach. And Dan's awesome. Very wise guy. I think he's the oldest, longest uh, running entrepreneurial coach on the planet, at least in the English speaking world. And, and we were in a, in a group with Joe Polish and a few other people. And he said, he said something that really stuck with me. And he said, you know what? We're really bad as humans. We're really, really, really bad at basically predicting the future, right? Maybe some of us can do it for the short term or a little bit. Okay. But we're really bad at sort of predicting what's going to happen, but we're really good at assigning meanings to everything. We're good at like meaning makers. And so I think the important thing with AI is to just make a decision, right? Like since we, none of us can predict the future, I can't say with a high degree of accuracy, what's going to happen with AI. And by the way, if anybody does like, it's definitely going to be like this and it's definitely going to be like that. Be careful. They're probably going to start selling you something. <laughs> um, but anybody that has like a really high degree of conviction of what's going to happen in the future, um, I, it's important to recognize they're just trying to sell you on the meaning that they've attached to something. Uh, in the marketplace, but also I think it's important that you can just make a decision. What meaning am I going to attach to all this change that AI brings? And the meaning that I choose to attach and that I'm actually seeing in the world is that it's going to be a huge multiplier for your freedom, for making more money, for getting more time back. If you think about the keys to your freedom, it's like other people's money and other people's time. Those are two good components to get you there, right? Well, if we're going to talk about other people's time, if I'm going to work with other people eventually or leverage other people, um, these people now have incredible tools that they can use uh, to save lots of time and get you a lot more output for your business in far less time and far less input, far less things that you need to give them. And maybe you're not the place where you're working with other people or their time yet, then you start with yourself, right? What, are, what, what needs to be true for you to get free of your job or to get to that next level of your wealth? Well, if you're going to be the one driving that and executing on it, we can help you use AI tools or you can help yourself use AI tools that can take uh, lots of time out of the equation. Things that took months can take days or seconds. Um, and that's the kind of world that we're living in, where if you decide to make this your moment and AI your ally, man, you have such an opportunity uh, where, where you didn't even, opportunity didn't even exist a few years ago. And now you can use these to get ahead, like way farther ahead than anybody's had the opportunity to do in the past. Joe, do you believe we're still in this early adopter phase to this or have we moved further down that curve? Yeah, I think we're, we're still in the early adopter phase. It depends on, AI is a really big term. You know, AI includes things like machine learning, which is mostly what I've been talking about, uh, natural language processing or computer vision, which is, you know, the cameras and the stuff that drives my Tesla. So there's lots of different types of AI. And AI has been around in our lives for a long time. I mean, like, like, I've had a Tesla for a while and it's been driving itself for a while. Netflix has been suggesting the shows that it thinks that I want to watch for a while. Amazon's been suggesting the products that I want to watch for a while. You know, my phone, when it takes a picture, it doesn't take one picture. It takes like five and it stitches them all together in the best image. That's all AI. I was recently in Japan and, um, you know, they were, I, I put my clothes in the washing machine and it was, I put, I just put the soap in and it can tell if it's darks or lights, how long it needed to wash it. If I needed to be, uh, it dries it and washes it. And it does it with the least amount of electricity at night with the least amount of sound while you sleep. That's just AI balancing your washing machine all the time. And so AI has been around and it's going to continue to just 
proliferate. It's just more in our face now because we have these generative tools that we can communicate with. And it feels like, uh, like we're talking to a super intelligence, but this is another mental model that I think is important to, to write down or remember is that um, if, you, if you know Kevin Kelly is, he's the editor-in-chief of Wired Magazine. And I think back in 2016, he said something really profound. He said, everything that has been electrified will be cognified, meaning everything with electricity is eventually going to have AI inside it and making it smarter. So if you want to know where the next billion-dollar company is going to come from or billion-dollar industry is going to come from, just look at things that have electricity that don't have that kind of intelligence in it yet, everything from washing machines to cell phones to cameras to whatever – and that's where the big market opportunities are going to emerge. But inside of that analogy, it's another mental model of how to think about AI. AI is more like electricity than it is like the iPhone or the internet in terms of technological impact our species, right? It's just being adopted a lot faster than electricity was adopted. So to answer your question, yes, I think we're, we're, in, the, we're in the bottom of the first inning. We've got a lot of game to play when it comes to AI. And I think it's going to be one of the most impactful technologies that our species has ever seen ever. There's no doubt about that. In fact, I think, Russ, the question that you asked is, is this in the early adopter phase? I don't even think that that's the right question because it's already here. It's already going to be uh, proliferated to your point. It's just a matter of, are you going to be on the front side of it? And I love that you're giving us these mental uh, models to help us to start to think properly about it. Um, and I love the fact that you you mentioned, there's almost like two ways to look at this. The offensive, right? Where I can take advantage of using these things to get to financial freedom as fast as possible by leveraging this tool for what it's used for. Or defensively, maybe that's the motivator for you that you start to see that this technology is going to replace tons of different types of roles. And if you're in the way of it, you can, you, you need to be making changes like right now. It's not a matter of if it's just when, and to your point, it's going to go so quickly. Like it's, it's not, it's not like some of the other tech technologies that have come out in the past <clears throat> where it, it takes time for that to roll out. It's just almost immediate. Now, Specifically, Joe, I'm listening to you and I'm saying, okay, I have a business. What is a practical way that I can go take action on this right now? What is something, an, a practical application for my business that I can, I can get on the front end of this and start to see some of these benefits? Yep, absolutely. Um, so what I would recommend, the, probably the most used tool in fact, this is the fastest growing digital product in the history of humanity. Just get on ChatGPT. If you're not already on ChatGPT, you can get it on as an app on your phone or you can get it on your computer and just start interacting with it at a, just at a very basic level. Just get the app if you're not using it and start interacting with it. Start asking it questions. Now, a couple things to keep in mind. If you ask ChatGPT factual questions, it has the tendency to do what we call hallucinate or it might get those wrong. So, you know, if you go in and you start talking to ChatGPT and you say, hey, you know, tell me about my business. The way that ChatGPT was constructed, it's using a data set that really ended at some point in 2021. So it doesn't really have everything that's happening from between 2021 and today. But it does have a giant corpus of data on a, a whole bunch of things, right? So let's say, for example, that you wanted to start a business and or you're thinking about a business. 
Um, well, what I would do is I would go into ChatGPT and I would assign it a role because ChatGPT has, has been trained on everything in the internet. And so you need to give it little prompts to help it understand where it's going and how you want to use it. So I might say, you are an expert in startup businesses and strategy. I want to start a business in X field, Y thing for Z customer. Give me 10 ideas of a business that I could start that can generate $10,000 a month in cash within the next months. And just what it comes out with. That's one tangible example. So let's say I'm ideating around a business that I want to create that I want to generate cash flow in. And then once it gives you that answer, you might say, great, which of those businesses is most likely to be run as a passive business without a lot of active management involvement? And then it'll, it'll, it'll select the ones and you might say, hey, give me 10 more ideas in the same industry with the same customer that, are, that would actually be more inclined to be run as a passive business where I don't have to actively manage this business in order to generate a profit. And so and I'm just giving you, I'm just kind of making this stuff up as I go, but then you can at least see this as your thought partner. Now, should you take what it gives you as gospel? Like, that's it. That's the truth. This is the Oracle. No, absolutely not. It's, remember what I was saying? It's only as good as a really good intern. So you got to apply your own, your own intuition on top of that and your judgment and your wisdom. But now all of a sudden where you were, maybe didn't have a good idea or you didn't have conviction on your idea. Now you've got this uh, super intelligence that you can discuss these ideas with to help refine them and make them more real in your life. So that, that's, that's one example, right? Another example is like, if you're going to write anything, a business document, an email, a sales letter, or a response, just go into ChatGPT and say, you are an expert in uh, influence, human emotion, and marketing. I want to write an email to this person. Here's a situation. And I want this outcome. Please draft this email for me. And it'll give you a draft email. Again, is that going to be what you should copy, paste, and use? Probably not. But should you apply your own intuition, clean it up, make it better? Of course. But imagine if you start making this a habit, right? And if you already have a business, imagine if you start making this a habit in every single person inside of your business, from your EA to your head of sales, to your ops and fulfillment, to marketing, all of that. How much more can you get done at a higher quality uh, than you maybe couldn't have done before? It's extraordinary. And it's like free. And if you want to use the paid version, it's like, I don't know, like 20 bucks a month. Talk about an ROI. You'll get, an, you'll get like an annual ROI in the first 30 minutes of using it if you know what you're doing. Well, and, you know, the old saying is that everything we do is compared to what everyone else is doing. So if if everyone else is trying to just lug through it, right, just plot, just plot their way through a process and do it inefficiently, but we are finding ways to do it efficiently, then we're going to have successes that's going to be measured against theirs, which, again, that's how we're able to to gather more assets, be able to accomplish things faster, get more time back. All of that provides an advantage, I think, that we need to know how to do it. All right. So one of the things that we were super interested in that you're working on right now is a newsletter from the AI standpoint that's able to gather lots of details, give people insights, very personalized, as you were talking about before. Would you talk a little bit about that, uh, that product that you have? Yeah, absolutely. So today I'm the CEO of a company called Daily.ai. And what we do is we create AI automated email newsletters uh, for companies that have typically less than 100 employees. And these newsletters are able to get 40 to 60% open rates on average, which is anywhere from two to 10 times the industry average that most people are getting on their open rates. What does that mean? That means we're able to help you create a newsletter 
that engages your customers and your prospects and grabs their attention every month, every week, every day, if you choose, and less than five minutes of your time per week. And what we really thought about when we wanted to build this company, our core principle inside the company is outcomes over outputs. Everything I just told you of what you can do in ChatGPT is incredible. It'll give you really good outputs. But those, if those outputs don't get a better result than what you would have done as a team and you're not tracking the data to see if it's actually making an improvement for you, then it's not, if it doesn't move the needle in your business, then it's not, it's not valuable. It's cool. It's, it gives you this huge rush of novelty and dopamine to get, to get that response out of that, that chat GPT or whatever the tool is. But I get that same rush watching Netflix. And if that output doesn't move the needle in your business to give you an outcome, then it's about as useful to your business as watching Netflix, which is why at daily.ai, we have an AI plus human solution. So we really work as your partner um, to make it, it's a done for you service. So we work as your partner to make sure that you're getting an outcome in your business. You're getting more of your people to open more of your emails and click on more of whatever it is that you're selling inside of those emails so that we can generate more leads and sales for your business. Those are the outcomes that we partner with our clients and customers and publishers to get you know, every single day. Um, and, and that's just the beginning. We have a much, much bigger vision of where we're going with this, but that's what we've been great at. And you know, today we've got over 100 customers in 20 different industries, 12 New York Times bestselling authors, every, everyone from my business partner, Peter Diamandez, to Chris Voss, to Joe Polish, to Dan Sullivan, JJ Virgin. I could keep going on and on. Um, you don't have to be a famous author for this to work for you. We, we, you know, we work with um, real estate agents and investors, advisors, uh, coffee shops, um, the National Electricians Association of Australia, and on and on and on. But the main thing is we really wanted to attack this space of email and, and, and staying in touch with your customers because, you know, we, we looked at the data and 80% of businesses with less than 100 employees, you know, they spend multiple weeks writing a marketing email and about a third of that time is spent on what do I put in the dang email? And then once they publish it, 40% of content you put it in the marketplace actually pushes your customer away. Why? Because it's the wrong, wrong message, wrong prospect, wrong time. Well, and the way that we solve that is every time a customer or a subscriber opens your newsletter on our platform, our AI gets smarter and smarter and smarter because it's paying attention to what each individual is clicking on and it's learning from that over time and it's adjusting to it. So it's not like you have to guess what your audience is into. Our AI helps you figure that out over time. It's like having a little machine learning data scientist looking at what all your subscribers are doing and working 24-7 around the clock relentlessly to make sure that it's making the next best version of your newsletter that's going to engage your customers at a maximum level. And that's the power of AI when you really start thinking about it in terms of outcomes and not just outputs. That's really what we focus on. It makes total sense how you guys are setting that up and, and continue to use the technology to learn what people want. Talk to me about like an example, somebody's business in particular, a case study, maybe uh, before they implemented this process to after maybe it's, I mean, I know it's probably not years of, of uh, data set that we can go back to, but even just months, what kind of results is that or outcomes, as you put it, are you seeing happen as a result? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share some specific examples. So, um, so you know, Joe Polish put his book out uh, last year. It's called What's In It For Them. And we helped him launch his AI companion newsletter for that book. And uh, his, it, it's a great newsletter. It's a companion to the book. You can get it at uh, connectioninsider.ai. 
and, and that's the name of the newsletter is called Connection Insider. And so we were able to take uh, Joe's audience, both from the book and his established audience, and uh, basically double the open rates uh, that he was able to get to his audience. And more importantly than doubling the open rate, although that's super important, we were able to take the amount of time that his team constructs on newsletters down by like 90%. They spend less than five minutes every week reviewing the email that our product puts out and approving it or giving us little bits of feedback to tweak before it goes out. And that's it. And every single week, they get the higher open rate to engage their audience more and get those people to click on more ads. And all those like views, which in marketing we call CPMs, all those CPMs are free because they're getting them. At, they don't have to pay for those. They're not buying ads. They're not buying traffic to get eyeballs on their offers and their content. And they're not spending any time on it. They're spending less than five minutes a week. Uh, another example is... You know, last February, when Tony Robbins and uh, Dr. Peter Diamandis, Robert Her Dr. Robert Harari put out a book uh, called Life Force that's all about uh, human health and longevity, uh, we helped them launch an AI companion newsletter called Longevity Insider. And this newsletter started with zero subscribers and really started from the ground floor. Today, it has over 42,000 subscribers. It's got a 53% open rate, and it goes out Monday through Friday, five days a week, 20 cents a month. That's over 20,000 people that see their content and their newsletter and their ads every single day. They don't have to pay a single dime of advertising to reach their audience. And they don't spend any time looking at the content because the AI model is so trained that it just publishes on its own every single day. So you know that's the power of AI. When we really start to learn what the users are doing, we put the customer first. We start putting their interests first. And you know we let AI do its work. And that's really what we, what we do for customers. Man, Joe, fascinating stuff. I know there's so many things, right? We're only able to touch on a touch, just the tip of the uh, pen, if you will, of the things that can come out of this uh, technology. We're so grateful that you would come and share with us. And uh, Tribe, you're going to be seeing this AI newsletter come out. And Joe, uh, we met him through a, a a trusted friend and source and it's something that we're wanting to implement into our business because we know that we want to keep giving you the most up-to-date information so be on the lookout for that uh, as well as he talked about going check out uh, daily.ai forward slash wealth if you're interested in this technology actually he's going to offer you a 10 percent discount if you use that code we'd love to have you uh, give us uh, updates as you are introducing this technology into your own business into your own life Joe, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you guys. All right, Tribe. Um, time to take take action. Um, Daily.ai forward slash wealth. That this is a technology you need to be utilizing in your business to help you uh, level up. Also, please take time to rate and review the show. Send it to somebody you know so that uh, they too can get this insight that you just got. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.